In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. The CIA secretly funded the medical experiments through a front in New York City called, of all things, the Society for the Protection of Human Ecology. And I think there's a lot of misinformation, disinformation, and outright lies. We have some problems over here right now. We might have a hijack over here too. This is a conspiracy indoctrination program. Co-Induct-Pro. In this broadcast, we will be examining the strange, deranged, unexplained, and unsolved. Some topics will be rooted in conspiracy, others shrouded in mystery. Connections will be made, and agendas exposed. So prepare your mind, because the indoctrination begins now. Y'all ready to bust some ass? You. Randall Pink. There, bro. What? What? Wrong one. <laughs> Y'all ready to bust some ass? <laughs> Where's Luke? Mine has eyes. Yeah, that one sounded bad. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Conspiracy Indoctrination Program, Co-Indoc Pro. We are your hosts. I'm Jake. Luke. The other Jake. Back at you, episode 36. We were gone last week thanks to the other Jake having to work. You? Me? Yeah, you. Huh. Well, your, mm. your, sh- your work got in the way of our awesome show. My work. God damn it. <clears throat> Just joking, everybody. It was my work. <laughs> it was me! <laughs> the one-armed man. So, apologies to all the listeners. Steamroller Steve was uh, upset, and he had even provided us with some beef stick. Beef stick. I like how you said it was mm-hmm. beef stick. Yes. Let's just tell everybody, Steamroller Steve provided a beef stick that is at least two inches in diameter. <laughs> And this thing is probably four and a half feet long, wound up. Small intestine. It looks like a small intestine, but it tastes good. It's good. It's yeah. spicy. It is spicy. The spice comes on a little bit after yeah. you're done eating it, and then you're like, has anybody got any water? Yeah. It's good, though. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Thank it's you. Good. It's 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 good. That it is, Edward. <laughs> that it is. What movie is that from? Y'all want to bust some ass? Days and confused. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Y'all ready to bust some ass? <laughs> it's like, dude, that was obviously made like 40 years ago because busting ass back then and busting ass now <laughs> <laughs> means different things. <laughs> Might have some of that coming up. So uh, this one goes out to your mother. Yeah. Fuck, Fuck her. her. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that the redhead dude that said that? Y'all ready to bust some ass? No, it was O'Banion. O'Banion, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ben Affleck. Oh, it was Affleck that said that? Yep. His fucking hair. <laughs> Wavy helmet head. Lego hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude, Reagan called him once his hair back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a great movie. Awesome movie. 
awesome soundtrack yeah very good soundtrack dude when i was at uh harbor freight one day i was buying some new garage lights and so i had like three boxes of lights that i was holding on you got to. it for your three car garage right yeah my massive okay. three car okay. garage i'll soon have a sink as, a, as soon as steamroller steve gets off his ass and hooks me up he was gonna bring it the other night he just <laughs> bring over his sink and drop it off there you go Bang! <laughs> <laughs> but anyway back to my story um so i'm standing there and this dude looks over at me and he goes got your your matthew mcconaughey going on huh and i was like what he goes i'll light i'll light i'll light <laughs> like gotta give it to you that was pretty good that's that was that was pretty all right it's good so it was pretty all right all right all right all right all right, all right. <laughs> i get older you, they stay the same age <laughs> yes they do creep yeah <laughs> yeah uh by the He's way a if, super creep if you tried to make that movie now there would be a lot of things that would have to change. Like, first of all, you can't, you can't haze people. No. You can't say, y'all ready to bust some ass? No. Um, you can't creep on younger children. No. <laughs> children? <laughs> that are technically in high school, all right, even though it's the last night. Is, isn't that funny that Matthew McConaughey is like this big thing, but nobody wants to go back to that role where he was just like a fucking... Total creeper with a mustache? Dude. Yeah. Just trying to go after underage chicks. <laughs> yeah. And then you couldn't say motherfucker. Yeah. Why not? You have to say, this one goes out to your birthing person. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Fuck. What is the pronoun this person uses? How do I say it? <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of things you'd have to change about that movie. The only thing you wouldn't have to change is the illegal drug use. Hmm? Well, because that's like, still cool. Well, I mean, it was weed, right? Yeah. So it's like legal in like. Yeah, every state. So there you go. Well, not every state, but... Most every state. Yeah. Yeah. Bowling <sighs> balls. What? Let us not forget the bowling balls. Mm. What do you mean? Bowling ball. Bowling ball. Get the bowling ball. Throw the bowling ball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in a minute. It's been a while. You want to watch it right now? Yeah, we should. We'll just, instead of doing this episode about JFK, we'll just do a commentary on us watching Dazed and Confused. Put up the little projector thing, yeah. and okay, let's watch this. My phone's going off, dude. I don't know Shit, what's up, popular? People, people like me. Well, I, you know, I don't, I don't mean to deter Spoiler. from everything else, but I did provide cookies. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, and you also provided Christmas gifts in the... Uh, I did. Beef stick bag, so thank you. You're welcome. I was asking Jake that before nice. we got started, our first show back after everybody was sick. <clears throat> you guys were bantering back and forth, and I was trying to get a beef stick. It was sitting there for like 20 seconds. Going, waiting to see if you guys... We don't pay attention to you. Anyway, yeah. Jake, what's going yeah, on here? Kidding. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> you may proceed. <laughs> I would like to note all the uh, federal agencies that are listening tonight. Luke is wearing a domestic terrorist shirt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dude. It's a uh, 
Not good. Black polo with a don't tread on me Gadsden on it. It's yeah. a polo. So he's yep. like business professional. Pro- professional, casual, yet domestic yeah. terrorist yes. at yep. the same time. So thanks for bringing the yes. heat down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Appreciate we it. thank you. We're going to be raided any second. <laughs> this is a sting up. Christmas vacation. What do we look like? A bunch of like uh, election denying Trumpers <laughs> over here, dude? Come on, man. Jeez. deniers. Yeah. Thanks, Luke. Narc! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. <clears throat> anyway, so back at you, episode 36 tonight. Don't even need to look it up. I knew it off the top of my head because, bam, I've got it in my notes. Episode 36. Nice. Um, there has been some crazy news going on lately, but, you know. It never ends. It never ends. Like the Terminator. Yes. I just want everybody to know that my boy Biden. <laughs> I always boy. trust my boy. I always boy. trust him to do the right thing. When the chips are down, I know that he's going to do the right thing. Like trading an arms trafficker for a burnout stoner. <laughs> yeah. That was a good trade. Yeah. Good trade. <laughs> it was. Yeah. I mean, anybody that can dunk it. Over a dude that pretty much can get any illegal arms from any countries. Totally important. Yep. Good, good trade. Good job. But that's that's the thing, man. Everybody wants to knock him, but you know that when the chips are down, that dude's going to come through. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Biden, that one's for you. Don't pour Ah. any out, though. No, 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 no. You don't want that to go to waste. I will say, uh, while we're on the liquid D... We are getting some people addicted to the liquid death, liquid D. I'm not. But no, not you. But I, Luke, I provide it if you need yeah, it. Yeah, Luke is now on the D. Mm-hmm. Um, I tasted I have, this for the first time last weekend. You'd never tasted it? I had the other, I had the plain flavor and yeah, then no. another one. Why would you? Like, yeah, yeah. I got it for free. And I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. Severed lime is where it's at, and mango chainsaw. Those mango. are good. Mango. Um, but yeah, I've had two listeners reach out and say, "Dude, liquid D." That's where it stuff. be. So the reason why I like it is because <clears throat> it's savory, yet it does not make me overly burpy when we're doing the cast. So mm-hmm. this episode is brought to you by No Burps mm-hmm. via and Liquid the- Death. The, the calories in it are actually like actual lime juice. Yeah, and uh, I like the packaging too. Yeah, artwork. Artwork is cool. They they've got, got a Christmas sweater that looks cool. They've got funny commercials. I've never seen You look them up online. We need to get on their commercials, dude. How do we do that? Anybody that Easy. wants to represent us as an agent, hit us up. Yeah. Info.cohen.pro at yahoo.com. We'll we have some experience. You. If you fuck with us, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Uh, anyway. Yeah, we made a good trade. Um, Oswald has now officially been tagged as an agency asset. Yep. Oswald. Yep. yep my yep, bad. Yep. Yep. Lee Harvey Oswald. <clears throat> yep. Who we've been talking about. But you know what, guys? That's all conspiracy theories. But 60 years later, 
it's not conspiracy <laughs> theories. It only took 60 years. Some of it is true. Isn't that funny? Yeah. I was reading that article. I was like, yeah. are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> it just lined up perfectly mm-hmm. for what we were doing. Like, yep. Oh, so there's that. That's interesting. Yep. Um, and then uh, there's a big scandal going on right now, guys. Balenciaga. Mm. Oh. And yay, dude! It's getting it's getting ugly for ye. Deep. Yay. Yay. Deep. But Balenciaga, yeah, that whole thing is getting really weird. Pretty weird. Is there a new latest thing? I don't know if there's a new latest. I've just been paying been paying attention here and there, but. For the people that don't know what we're talking about, Balenciaga is a high fashion fashion company out of the UK, Spain, or something like that. Um, they something did, that normal folks can't afford. Yeah. We're talking like <laughs> high end, you know, uh, probably some handkerchief is going to be $800. So That's probably cheap. That's probably cheap. Um, they actually had some ties to Kanye. They and they had some ties with um, Adidas and some other things, which got weird. But um, I didn't see that. A couple months ago, they had their fall catalog or whatever it was. The high fashion catalog came out, and there was pictures of it. Whoops, getting crazy here. Throw my oh. pen around. Um, I need with safety glasses, people. Uvex, <laughs> goddamn yes. it, sponsored by Uvex. So. <laughs> The pictures were released, and in the in the photographs, there was a young child that was holding a teddy bear that was in bondage gear. Seemed kind of weird, alarmed some people. People started looking at some of the other pictures and the spread, and then they started seeing some other things like weird stuff in the foreground, things like documents and such that were also on the table in this picture and these documents contained some kind of a court proceeding court ruling on a child porn case so people started kind of getting you know getting mm-hmm. hey what's going on here mm-hmm. people started looking into the set designer or the, the set director whoever it was looking at that person's you know, private Instagram and, you know, private stuff and, uh, found out they were a piece of shit. Yeah. I started seeing a lot of like really weird pictures, art, quote unquote, mm-hmm. art, um, of dead children, yeah. bloody babies, disemboweled children, all kinds of weird stuff. And, uh, you know, some references to bail, B A A L ball. Ball worship. The Don't whole, say that out loud. Yeah, you know, the stuff we were talking about during the Fallen Angels uh, episodes. And then I started kind of looking at Balenciaga, and I'm like, that's a weird name. And uh, came across and came to my attention that Bal- Balenciaga, Balenciaga is actually, Bail. it's actually Latin for Bale is king. And it's all shoved together as one word. Kind of weird. So I started looking in a little bit more to, well, who owns Balenciaga? And found out that it was a company called Caring Group or something like that out of France. And they were like a conglomerate. Or they're a parent company that owns a a lot of um, other companies. Like they own Gucci. They owned Volcom, which 
I'm glad they saw, they owned Puma for a little while, but I wear some of Volcom's stuff and was like, ooh, I don't know if I can keep wearing their stuff. But they, apparently they sold Volcom like 10 years ago, but they own other companies. And then uh, going back, looking at who Caring Group was owned by, found out that there's a guy from France, like Francois Pignot or Pignot or something like that. And oui, oui. yep, he had started a company <clears throat> back in like the 60s uh, called Artemis. So, whoops, one of the other, uh, you knew? yep, one of the other dark gods. So just kind of weird, man, that they're, mm. they're always circling around, but you know, Bale and, uh, the, this, this confirms for me, this confirms that there's obviously this, I don't know if you want to call it a, a cobble, a cobble. It's. There's a group of people out there that are like obviously worshiping, you know, Satan and Molech and Baal. I mean, it's like right in your face, dude. Pictures of kids and bondage gear and weird stuff like that. And that was all the Old Testament sacrifice stuff to See, the kids. Granted, if, which I am not, I'm not a religious person, but, yeah. but that shit's fucked up, period. Right. And come on, are you mm-hmm. fucking kidding me? People are cool with that shit. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, you fucking, it's insane. Yeah. Creepy, dude. Creepy, but it just comes back to show that it's all in your face. And like the occult reject said, when they're doing this ritual magic stuff, they have to be in your face and open about it, so there's no karmic repercussion. That's why it's that's why they're doing it right in front of you. So now Balenciaga has like gone and like done a bunch of like, oh, it wasn't us. It was the set designer, the set yeah. director. It wasn't us. Scapegoats. You know. Nailed it wasn't us that chose our fucking business name. Like, come on. It, yeah. With, when you have that kind of business name, if that's like kind of yeah. your ideology, you're going to look for those kind of people to do your set design and yeah. shit. Yeah. Well, and anybody's work you know with all of our jobs and shit there's always an overseer Mm -hmm. yeah and in in our minuscule jobs yeah it's like there's always somebody watching you to say no 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 or approve or approve Mm -hmm. exactly so it's like Somebody is yeah. either yes or a no man yeah. and pushing an agenda or not. So. <laughs> if if you sh- if if we owned Cohen Doc Pro Company and we hired a set designer and they brought we would uh, b- oversight. Yeah, they they brought in like a, oh hey here's our storyboard right and they pitched us pitched the storyboard to us and it's like you know a kid holding a bear that's got bondage gear i'd be like <laughs> fired what <laughs> what do you mean bondage gear like s&m shit yeah like yeah no n- nah dog yeah <laughs> now nah, nah, i gotta work here anymore yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> not, not, gonna, uh, not gonna walk out of here <laughs> yeah. you ever heard of nancy kerrigan <laughs> tonya harding <laughs> Yeah, dude, it's just the it's right in your face, man. It's been in your face, and that's what that's what makes me laugh about all these people that are like, "Oh, you're such a conspiracy theorist. You guys are crazy." 
you think that there's a satanic group of people that are trying to run the world. <laughs> it's like <laughs> that's a good laugh. Yeah, it's like, like dude, the uh, look around, pull your head out of your ass. Mm-hmm. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pull it out. Grab that string and just pull it out. <laughs> Anyway. But then on that same note, there was all those military guys that are getting investigated that had all the dog bondage gear that they were wearing, like their uniforms and shit. And (laughs) whatever happened to the days of uh, a full metal jacket when, you know, you just like held somebody down (laughs) in a world of shit. You just, like, what happened to the days where you just held down somebody to the bed and then just beat them with a sock with soap in it? Yeah. Like, come on. Like, come on, man. I mean, that's just how it is. Yeah. Get you hard, dog. <laughs> Dude, people are crazy. And then uh, this was from last, or la- the la- this is what I was going to bring up last week, but I thought it was interesting enough. We should probably talk about it. Uh, old Hershey Squirts Herschel Walker <laughs> lost the Senate race to that... Uh, uh, Raphael Warnock, who ironically has a 14-letter name, in the New Atlantis, in Atlanta. Weird. Go figure. Yeah. <laughs> in your face. <laughs> oh, man, I love it. Um, what else? When we were talking, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, maybe last week, about that. We don't talk. This is a lie. Yeah. Yeah. It was me talking to myself at (laughs) home. In the mirror. Uh, This is what I want to say to him. This is what I'm going to say. All right? (laughs) Doing voice memos and listening back. Okay. I can do that. And then I'm going to lip sync it in the mirror after I said it. (laughs) That Club Q shooting. Oh, the one in Colorado. Yeah. I already forgot about it. Yeah. Like all the, so the five people oh, yeah, yeah. that died, four of them had 11-letter oh, yeah. names, and then the fifth one had a 17-letter name. Yeah, chaos. But that fifth person is the only one that they put a middle name in. To so make 17. Yeah. <laughs> if they didn't have the middle name, it would have been 12. And oh, these people. So I was like. We're on to you, people. We are on. <clears throat> On to you. Got you know. We're like the burbs, all right? <laughs> like we we are on to you. I the want Klopex. to kill everyone. <laughs> Satan is good. He Satan is your <laughs> I watch the burbs every Halloween. Nice. Ooh. Ricky Butler says. Oh, Ricky Butler says they're nocturnal feeders. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no! You can't go yet. The pizza dude's coming. <laughs> I gotta watch that again. I had some. It's been a little while. I think that thing gives me the burps. That intestine. Oh yeah. That small intestine. That means in about thirty minutes it's gonna be the farts. The toots. Oh, we're gonna be fart boxing this bitch. <laughs> well, I'm good with it. <laughs> you into that twisted shit, ain't you? <laughs> <laughs> Only if we wear bondage gear. <laughs> No bondage gear. Oh, no bondage gear. Never mind. Dude, what is this world coming to? <laughs> it's a... It, here, it's here's, a my, here's my question. Hold on. Here's, here's my question. 
is it the world or is it just us? Like, are we just old enough that we're now paying attention to it? Because, you know, 20 years ago when we were doing the band thing, yeah. we, were, we just weren't paying attention? Or, or like, or, or is it just getting that much more weird? I think it's like one of those things where it's all kind of like relative to the times. Like, you know, our parents, you know, were dealing with the same kind of shit in their age. And yeah. it's like, it's all relative. And nowadays everything's more like uh, accessible, accessible yeah. and mm-hmm. tangible. And you can have all this information but me, back in then. Your, yeah. It was in your face. And it's, yeah, it's in your face. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's one of those things that's like a a natural thing and it's going to be a, it's an ongoing thing that's going to happen for, I mean, when. Till the meteor strike. Yeah. Mm. I mean, what's, what's it going to be when your kids are our age? I mean, what's going to be going on? You know, are they going to be in the same boat we are where they're like. This is crazy. Yeah. The, or what would it be is triple crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of your kids, um, how was their pizza? It was good. I just would like to air <laughs> yeah. something out real Jesus quick in front of the Christ. world. Luke is a jerk. <laughs> he does not care about Jake or I didn't even bother to bring us some pizza. Yeah. Only provides for his children. Like, who is this yeah, guy? I know. I know. We're like, <laughs> like we don't like, care. We're like, Jake's like, hey, yeah, I'll be here at this time. Okay, cool. Luke's like, I'm waiting for my pizza. <laughs> like, we'll bring that shit over. Why would you order pizza at fucking 545 when we're going to be here at 630? <laughs> Valid question. And why? Why did you get it from Comet Pizza to begin with in D.C.? <laughs> did you just jump on the underground pedo tra- tra- tram and get over here in like 20 seconds? And didn't bring you pizza? And, yeah, you and Ian McKay were <laughs> <laughs> hanging out down there together with Podesta. We're, we're just like, we're, we're thinking, oh, Luke's going to bring pizza. I was, I was, I'm cool. hungry. I was like, I brought cookies. Now, now I have an intestine to eat. Yeah, we have an intestine and some cookies, but Luke didn't bring the pizza. Well, if you guys want, I will drive back over there. Oh, <laughs> push pause. Just, <laughs> just stay there if you go, okay? <laughs> fuck. Oh. oh, man. I would love to see what the NSA sees in our text thread. They're probably just reading that thing. They're just like, what is wrong with these guys? <laughs> these guys are turds. It's <laughs> a bunch of retards. <laughs> All right. So any more news? The kids are okay. I'm just glad that they got. <laughs> I'm glad they, I'm got glad they got some nourishment. All right. And that we're here. We're just eating. Starving to death. And meat sticks. And drinking liquid tested. death. Mm, pizza sounds pretty fucking good right now. <laughs> Fuck. Was it at least like supreme? Those are vegetables on the pizza. No, we were sauce. We don't <laughs> want vegetables. <laughs> made of Fuck sauce. That. Need vegetables in this bitch. What? No. <laughs> I just want cheese and meat. <laughs> yeah. Where, where did you get it from? Idaho pizza. Oh my. <laughs> The best one. Yeah. 
All you need from there is the Canadian bacon and black olive. No, the sawtooth. No, no, you don't need sawtooth. Sawtooth is pretty good. The Hell's Canyon. What is the Hell's Canyon? Uh, the one with jalapenos. Oh, oh fuck yeah, that. both of you turds. Fuck you. That. Yeah, that's why you got the jalapeno. Yeah, thank you. Christmas gift. I'll say thank you to you, not to you. <laughs> one last thing that I would like to air out nationally, actually internationally, because we do have some international listeners. Well, put your pants back on. Okay, well, no, no. I'm going to air this out. This is a, okay, I've got a problem with a local coffee company called Caffeina. Never heard of it. Yeah, well, they're a roaster here in Boise, and they have great breakfast burritos, but they're now $9.00. For a breakfast burrito, nine. What comes on dollars. it? What comes on it? Well, you can get a bunch of different. Like, I mean, well, what do you get? Bacon. But what is? What else is on it? It's a burrito. There's nothing on it. It's in it. But what is <laughs> in it? <laughs> Jesus Christ! So like eggs, cheese, potato. Like what? What style of potato? Is it like the chunks or is it? There's like, chunks. Or is it? It's, it's not chunk. like shredded. No, it's chunks. And then they'll put sweet potatoes in there too, so it actually kind of. They're good. They're good breakfast burritos, but Caffeina, they are not worth $9. I just wanted to air that out there real quick. I'll make you a better one. Thank you. Easy. Are we going to hit pause? Well, not tonight, but oh. I can make it. <laughs> yeah. We make breakfast No burritos pizza, no burrito for you. <laughs> you. What is it, bacon? Seinfeld? You do bacon? Oh, yeah. All right. You guys fucking do this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are we talking about today? We're already off. We're way off the reservation. We're still going. Oh, that okay. Oh, this has been on stop the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, all right. That's enough of the news. That's enough of airing our our issues with local businesses. I got this breakfast burrito. Okay, I'm I'm looking forward. I remember I made you ramen when we were kids. Yeah, yeah. Because I said I can make some fucking ramen. Yeah, I remember that. I also remember you telling me that you'd take me to get my check and we would go to Taco Bell and then you crashed into the librarian's car. <laughs> but we still went <laughs> we to did, fucking Taco Bell, dog. We did. <laughs> uh, I was the one that had to drive home I'll in the never... fucking shame, like, oh, great, mom and dad are going to kill me. <laughs> I'll never forget the look on your face, dude, when we crashed and we both looked at each other. <laughs> I said, I'm fucked. <laughs> I bet you we were only going like 12 and a half we miles an hour going, going that uphill. Fast. <laughs> and that bitch tried to fucking sue, sue us. You. And yeah, shit. not me. And sue and you. Yeah. Didn't happen though. Oh, of course not. You probably got to lean on your house. You don't even know about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find that bitch. <laughs> I know where she works. <laughs> She's a librarian. She was like an assistant to the assistant. Librarian. Oh, assistant to the library. She was some fucking turd. Dwight Schrute. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that guy. Dwight? Rain Schrute. Wilson. Oh, yeah. He oh. was here. What happened? He's a fucking turd, man. What do you mean he was here? He did a stand up thing. Stand up. Oh, stand up. Talking He's not that shit funny. about Boise and. What'd he say? Saying something about, well, you guys don't even have electricity here. Like, you aren't even a fucking stand up comedian, dude. You're fucking stupid. Yeah. And you changed your name to some stupid... Rain with two N's? Come on, dude. Well, no. No, he changed his name to, like, some fucking climate activist thing. Didn't you see that shit? No. It's like rain something about... Not going to work in here anymore, (laughs) anyway. Look it up, dude. He's a fucking piece of shit. Wow. He's a turd. Yeah. I remember when I went, uh, I was in L.A., and I went to, like, a taping of some some show that never made it anywhere. 
and it was on uh, the Warner Brothers set because you know how you like walk around Hollywood and they like hand you, hey, you go to this. No, I don't know that. Oh, okay, <laughs> well they'll, they'll like tell you like, hey, it's a fucking rich guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I lived in LA. Yeah. Well, when I lived in Beverly Hills. <laughs> no, sorry, back. <clears throat> when I lived in Bel Air. All right. <laughs> But yeah, so you'll walk around down there and the people will like try to hand you like free tickets to go to these like shows and you you go be the audience, the laughing audience. Trying to create the hype yeah. or some shit. So I went to this show and uh, in between, so they, they'll film like, uh, you know, a couple takes and then they'll reset the set. And while in between that, while they're resetting it, they have like comedians come out and keep the people entertained and yeah and so he's like you know hey he pointed at me and my buddy lane he's like where are you guys from and we're like idaho he's like oh yeah i saw your tractor your tractor parked out front oh and i was like do you want me to kick your ass bro yeah bro Mm -hmm. i will take you down right now yeah your best role was this fish boy in house of a thousand corpses Mm -hmm. because you were fucking it wasn't him he wasn't he wasn't the comedian it was some random oh. comedian. Oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't Rain Wilson. It was some random Just comedian. some fucking turd. Yeah, I was like, that's not funny. Just, uh, I don't have a tractor. Just go. <laughs> Whatever. Dude was an idiot. Mm. Not funny, by the way. Hopefully your career sucked. <laughs> <laughs> you never heard from him again, though. Ever. Fucking. Yeah. He went on to have a show called Conan O'Brien. It was stupid. (laughs) It was lame. He had this. He was in this movie called uh, Old School. His name was Will Ferrell. I don't know. (laughs) You got a dart in your neck. (laughs) You're crazy. Well, I don't like Will Ferrell. Me neither. Actually, I do. You don't like Elf? No. No. Oh gosh. You guys are both. Stupid. I can't handle that. I just don't like. Of course elf. you can't. You can eat cookies, but you can't yeah. handle elf. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I where can we handle at? Idaho pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, thanks. rich guy. Thanks. <laughs> We're fucking starving over here. Yeah, my well, stomach is actually there's eating. There's plenty itself. of goodies on the table. Well, thanks Help to yourselves. me. Thanks you to Steamroller Steve. <laughs> yeah. And me. Steamroller Steve doesn't. He doesn't even have a table, a, a chair at the table here. And he provides. He You're on your second. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> That's your second D tonight, He's dude. Double fisting it, dog. This was like half gone before I got here. I better move mine away. Drink <laughs> mine too. Sure. <laughs> Get me a straw. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know where I stand with you guys. Yeah. We know where we stand with you. We're waiting for you to ruin this show. There you go. Are you going to pull some pizza out of the pockets or what? Mm -hmm. All right. I've been sitting on this one. (laughs) Like, dude, the cheese is still in your pocket. Dude, the cheese is melted. The toppings are in your pocket. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, now we're going to continue our series on JFK, the JFK, John Fitzgerald Mm. Kennedy. Never heard of him. You know. Um, Interesting. Tonight we're going to talk about the uh, <clears throat> who had motive to kill him and who really benefited, I guess, potentially benefited when he mm-hmm. actually kicked the bucket. It's yeah. a real who done it. 
And then we'll uh, throw in a couple of our theories and then continue next week on the saga because the saga continues. Never ends. This thing just... Yeah. You could just continue and for your whole life. And all of the little side stories Dude. with... Yeah. There's so much shit. And there's so much stuff that continues to come to light that you're just like the thing with Oswald. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oswald, by the way, people. It'll never Wounds. end. That's... That's the thing. Wound. It's intentional. Yeah. Keep people confused. Mm-hmm. For sure. So Luke's going to take it off for us tonight and talk about... Well, first thing, well, when we were talking first on the thing, last one... First thing, fucking garbage with you. <laughs> leave, motherfucker. I second that. <laughs> Screw you guys. What is this? So some kind of like Excel master? Yeah, what is this? Uh, we got fucking color codes. No, when we talked last time, I don't think it. Did you make this? No, I just printed it off. That fucking copyright infringement, dog. <laughs> Somebody yeah. called the We're feds. Here too. <laughs> well, We're it's from we didn't do it. <laughs> a company called uh, Pirate News. So I'm just pirating from Pirate. Yeah, Pirate Dog. But pirate Radio. When we were talking about the where the shooting where the shooter was mm. and how i was like well it makes more sense that it would be from the daltex building you know because there was kind of that straight shot down elm mm-hmm. as opposed to nightmare on elm street you know so this is what i was can i do you need to reference it you yeah. didn't like study this shit I'm looking well, at it. It's a visual aid. You can't read, God so damn. why are you looking at uh, it? <laughs> so that that's, there's no math on this. <laughs> Good. That's what I was thinking, because if you're in this building, you've got a straight shot down Houston and down Elm unobstructed, where from the book depository, you know, kind of depending on how tall those trees are and everything. Where did you get a color printer? <laughs> that's what I'm wondering. A pirate. Nunez. <laughs> okay. Nunez. Have you ever heard of Kinko's? Just FedEx Kinko's, dude? Come on. It's FedEx Jeez. office now, dog. But does that make sense to you? Yeah. That, to and, me, that makes way more sense than the book depository. But we do have to say that there was somebody shooting from the school mm-hmm. book depository because people did see two dudes with a gun in that window. Yep. And then with the dude, the, he was down here, right, that got the ricochet? Yeah, uh, James Tagg. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's like straight, unobstructed shot down that way too. Yeah, they were fucking so, amateurs. Yeah, and and having that, you know, if that um, ambulance did end up there, it would I be mean, perfect. If he was like, because right when you make that turn, you the only way you can go is in the line of. Yeah. fire yeah. there's no oh like the movie and that was also about assassinating a prisoner uh-huh. why'd you kill those ducks assholes remember mm-hmm. john malkovich yeah malkovich malkovich <laughs> um i'm with you dude i think i think the only reason why the shooting happened where it did was that these dudes near the uh railroad yard and that fence line were the last resort mm-hmm 
I think that those these guys, dudes, these guys shit were the bed right here. well. I think that well, I don't think that they shit the bed. Well, the guys that, in the isn't depository. Isn't this where the ambulance was supposed to be? It was supposed to be, but remember that he was 15 minutes behind oh, because right. of of him stopping randomly. So if Kennedy had not stopped the motorcade twice to three times and slowed everything down, they they were supposed to be at the. Uh, trademark by 1215 ish that's right and the trademark from the triple underpass was like something like four minutes or three minutes it was like really close it's like just mm-hmm. up the road up that uh, freeway the stemmons freeway but if the f- right here looking at houston and elm where it converges in between the daltex and the school book depository where that guy had the fake seizure if that ambulance had if that had happened at the timing that it was supposed to happen you would have had the motorcade potentially being stopped on 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 Houston. Houston. But you know what's even more crazy is right here. Do you realize what's right here? I don't. So where I'm pointing out on the map, people, is in between Main Street, just I think it'd be north or west of of, uh, Main Street, and there's a little reflection pond that runs near to, uh, sorry, parallel with Houston Street, right across from the Dallas County uh, Courthouse and Jail. Right here, there is an obelisk. Mm-hmm. There is a 14 stone obelisk. So it's 14 it's stones. Weight. Huh? No, no. 14. I'm smart. Yeah. 14 stones stacked up on top of each other to make an obelisk. So it, it's, it looks like similar to the Washington Monument mm-hmm. and the Vatican obelisk, but that's what is facing the Dallas courthouse right here, which is ironically where uh, Oswald. <laughs> we actually got we actually, we need to say Oswald because there's going to be, you know, tards out there that are like, hey, call him Oswald. These guys are just, they don't know nothing. They don't even know anything. They think it's the Lapruder film. <laughs> We're joking around, people, dude. We've got to have a little bit of le- levity here. But there's an obelisk right here. So my theory is that if this was potentially, which we'll talk about the, you know, the, the secret society connections to it, mm-hmm. if they would have been stopped, an ambulance right here, that would have put the motorcade somewhere in line with this obelisk, which would have mm-hmm. been an ironic place to get... Yeah. to sacrifice the king mm-hmm. right right mm-hmm. next to that yeah but then they get down over here oh that, it was a fire fight that was a fire fight <laughs> so, unleash yeah, it yeah fucking jesse ventura out there with his mini gun <laughs> yep i ain't got time to bleed so they end up making that turn and there was nothing to stop them at this point so i think that the the uh all operation, yeah, deck. the operation had been compromised in a way. So now it's just like once they get in this triangulated crossfire, it's everybody shoot until you can get them. And that's mm-hmm. why everybody else got wounded. It was probably supposed to be a perfect little perch right there. Ping, ping. And then everybody start. Yeah. Who cares who the fuck you're hitting? Exactly. Yep. That was another thing I was going to say is collateral damage. With, um, if it is like CIA, I mean, that just kind of shows you this guy how they like don't give a shit i mean that that place was full of you know just random people and they you know they didn't really care if yeah there was no if there was people that were gonna get yeah so 
yeah people caught in like crossfire exactly um yeah so I, I i don't know man there's there's just too much here too many things happened for this to be a one shooter dude uh, mm-hmm. operation i mean i just don't mm-hmm. I don't and another it. thing that <clears throat> and i don't know if maybe main street goes in a different direction but they could have just gone straight down main and it's a you know straight shot so they yeah. were saying um i had actually i thought the same thing mm-hmm. and they were saying that that main ends up going to a different mm, uh, okay uh, direction of the Stemmons Freeway. Okay. Like a southbound or something, they need yeah. to go north. Well, that makes sense. But, yeah. The whole parade route, just the, the thing just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, so yeah, we're going to talk about the motive, who we think had the motive to do yeah. this. That was the one thing I wanted to try to kind of clear up from our last one, because when I listened back, I was like... I don't know if that really makes a whole lot of sense without having a this visual. map. I mean, it kind of looks like there's pizza sauce on there. Mm. Yeah, it was my napkin. That's cool. Mm. I'm hungry. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Could you go go for some pizza right now? Yes. Anyway. Well, I had some tonight, and it was pretty good, oh, fellas. Yeah, great. So one thing um, on. Uh, William Ramsey investigates. He he reposted a, an interview with a guy, Corey Hughes. I think I heard it on this one. But he was saying that in 63 that assassinating a president wasn't a federal crime. So yeah. Like, that's pretty fucking weird. Yeah, because didn't it come after the fact mm-hmm. during the... Well, we just thought of this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which is weird because that doesn't Misdemeanor. make... It doesn't make sense that it wouldn't have been because you had Lincoln in the 1800s yeah. and then mm. McKinley in the, was it early 1900s? I think so. But his was an attempt. I don't think he actually got... Or did he get killed? I can't remember. Who... Not going to be a president anymore. <laughs> yeah. Nobody cares about that guy. What did he do? Mm. Nothing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just another Mason. Nobody cares. About <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking... Amateur. So I thought Amateur. that was that was pretty wild. That that's, I mean, that's weird. Mm-hmm. So kind of like. No, oh, yeah. Before those, that, you can kill a president. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, misdemeanor. It's, you're cool. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, an infraction. It's like seventy-five dollar ticket. Yeah, you're you're fine. <laughs> Go about your day. So with uh, the kind of suspects that we are going through um throughout this we had oswald um and some of the big ones the mafia cia and then one that was on that uh um cory hughes one was mossad and i thought yeah. that was pretty interesting yeah that was different yeah i didn't expect that and he had a lot of stuff that regarding like uh kennedy wanting to in the the aid to Israel and mm. everything, I was like, hmm, "Well, that makes sense." Yeah, I mean, it, it could be another another potential uh, person involved or group involved. So, with uh, Oswald, if if he was truly the lone shooter, I kind of think any motivations would be really speculation because he was dead. Yeah, you know, and. 
all the stories that you hear is just kind of like, mm, was it really him? And then with that new story that just came out, it's like, yeah. well, you can't trust a goddamn thing about what was said about him now. Mm-hmm. Like does, for sure. Yeah. What doesn't make sense to me about him is that he was so pro-communist mm-hmm. that if he was suspected of killing the president before he was taken out by Jack Ruby, why didn't he say, yeah, I took him out? Mm-hmm. Like, why would he, why would he say, yeah, I didn't do it. I'm a patsy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, that, to me, that doesn't make any sense. Why not mm-hmm. claim your victory? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. But also it doesn't make sense because behind closed doors, Kennedy was supposedly making inroads with the Russians and was wanting to, stop the cold war mm-hmm. and stop the um you know the space race and kind of combine the science efforts and all those things so you would think that a lot of the people here thought that he was a communist kennedy was a communist and a traitor well that Why means would that he, a communist well, go out and yeah assassinate him yeah anyway <clears throat> a couple of uh interesting things that i read about Oswald that kind of fits in with a lot of the other people that we talked about was at age 12, so this is 1951, he was uh, placed in a juvenile detention uh, facility for truancy. Uh, He was checked out by a psychiatrist at the time and deemed emotionally unstable. So, Mm. 51. Manipulative. Yep. We had yep, the whole uh, MK, MK was, thing yep. going on. Mm-hmm. Then he um, served in the Marine Corps uh, from 56 to 59. Um, he was court-martialed twice. We had the same thing going on with uh, Berkowitz, where he was in trouble in the military. Same thing with um, uh, Dahmer. Yeah. So. Yeah kind of same same parallels there um <clears throat> and then he also got a uh a uh clearance to handle classified material related to his radar operations and i was listening to another podcast called uh what is it the dark journalist and he was doing a jfk series and this Uh, guest that he had on Joseph Farrell he was talking about um, part of the motivations to assassinate Kennedy was in relation to the UFO files yeah the Majestic 12 yep and so that kind of added you know some some credibility to the uh, Majestic 12 Mm -hmm. with that stuff so that was the background on him that I thought was pretty interesting that we've gone through like the mk ultra stuff and he kind of is like almost a cookie cutter for yeah fit the profile a little bit yeah yeah and he was also working at a u2 uh spy plane base Mm. in korea north korea or not north korea but over in japan or okinawa something like that I don't have the... I think it was uh, the Philippines. Mm. 
but yeah, he was doing the U2 uh, radar operations for those guys. So, yeah. yeah. Super weird. So, uh, the Mafia, those guys definitely had motivation with um, his brother Bobby going after him after uh, Joe's dealings with them in um, Chicago and everything. Yeah. And then he just turns around and starts just fucking hammering him. Mm-hmm. And uh, then those guys also had uh, ties into Cuba with uh, their casinos and shit in there. And Castro specifically wanting all of the U.S. business interests shut down. Mm-hmm. So it would have shut down those guys. And then Kennedy refusing to go back in and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. try to take Castro out. Yeah. Um, and then Meyer Lansky, um, some people considered him kind of the boss of bosses with the way he handled money. And he had ties, um, back to Israel and to Jack Ruby. Mm-hmm. So another link. Well, Ruby, another <coughs> Ruby was Jewish. Mm-hmm. And Meyer Lansky was Jewish. Which didn't make sense to me that they were, at the time, you know, when I found out that he was Jewish, it didn't didn't make sense to me why he was dealing with the Italian mob. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, typically the Italian mob only does business with the other Italians, right? They'll squeeze other, uh, you know, cultures and people Mm -hmm. and use them, but they typically don't work with them and that just seemed odd yeah but then Corey hughes's view with the israel and the Mossad kind of like started to make sense to me mm-hmm. it, it was he got like really into the weeds in it and wasn't like, meyer lansky like really connected to hollywood as well i think he was um i'm pretty sure that he had ties to some of the uh um, like seagull and yeah. Yeah. In the, the movie studios and, and stuff. Which goes back that to MK Ultra, the propaganda, the CIA. The CIA yep. yep. And then also the connections that we kind of talked about with Hollywood and the um, the Manson murders, mm-hmm. you know, all yep. of those military intel people that were kind of swirling around that whole thing. It's just, it's the same. Mm. crew it's the same people yep and then um so i kind of lumped in the cia mj12 and intelligence into the same mm-hmm. group because it is really yeah. it's the same thing um so they had <laughs> motivation out of the my butthole my choice <laughs> with <laughs> with all the shit that uh, Kennedy was trying to um, put an end to with like the Vietnam War mm-hmm. and the Cold War and Cuba, all that shit. I mean, that that was kind of like the shit that they started. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so well, was it part of it him trying to go back to the gold standard and all that shit with the Federal Reserve th- and all that shit? I think so. I think there was, uh, I think he had talked about that. And then also with him um, talking about the repugnancy of 
secrecy and all that shit. It was kind of a dig at the CIA, and um, I think he kind of said that he wanted to smash them into a thousand pieces and scatter them to the wind. And mm-hmm. like, well, that's I kind of that with your brain, dog. Right on the nose there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sure there's deeper shit in there. Yeah, they, those guys, the, well, the agency at the time, or not just the agency, but the entire national security intelligence thing was starting to kind of like, it was taking over, you know, in the fifties mm-hmm. and, um, they were gaining so much power, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, nobody's going to give that up. Yeah. Talking about, um, Area 51 and S4 and all those locations were actually being under the control of the agency at the time. Mm-hmm. And then Eisenhower saying, hey, what do you got out there? It's classified. We're not going to tell you. But he's the commander in chief of the military. And they're like, we don't answer to you. Is crazy until he made that threat to come over with the first army out of Colorado and basically storm the compound and take everything from them. And, mm-hmm. and he was an actual you know, war hero general from World War Two, And so I think they kind of took that threat seriously. My question is, if he was so against the establishment and the military industrial complex, why didn't they do him? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When What was his um, term? He, he ran two terms, but he was on his way out. Mm-hmm. But he was kind of like, calling out the military industrial complex Mm -hmm. and the warning it as he was getting ready to leave office prior to Kennedy getting elected to. So to me, it's like, you know, why didn't they take him out? Mm. Maybe they just, maybe they knew just there's waiting him out. Yeah. Maybe they just saw it as like, well, you know, this is kind of towards the end of his second term. He can't run again. And once he's out, then, doesn't even matter. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. Matter, we'll just fucking go for broke after he's gone. Yeah. And I kind of did. Yeah. But. I don't know. I, I just, they seem to me to be the, the ones that had the most motive mm-hmm. and the most to gain from him not being alive anymore. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, with his statements, it was like he was rallying against him. And I think they were just like, well, we'll show everybody who's in charge here. And that's my thing. Show everybody as in the officials and governments. But the people are just like, what's going on? We Mm -hmm. don't know what's going on. Yeah. It was this one guy that did it. Nobody was looking deeper. Maybe they were, but not, not to today's well, standards. But The people that were ended up dead. So Yeah. Back when you could just do that pretty mm-hmm. easily. Yeah. Do you have anything to add on that? Uh, I have some stuff, but okay. I'll go after you. And then uh, the last one was the Mossad um, and Kennedy threatening to end the uh, aid to Israel. And with Mossad, they're like basically 
to the CIA for uh, Israel. Mm. And from the, the stuff that he was saying, um, he kind of tied it, all of those groups together as like just one big cabal of secret organization. And uh, the guy that owned the Daltex building was an Israeli businessman. Mm. So those guys get a lot of money from us and they have been since then so yeah it's if they were gonna lose their money and uh i mean that's a pretty big motivation not that i really think it would have changed much for them if they really are you know in bed with cia but it'd be you know a huge chunk of money coming into the CIA that they weren't getting anymore. You know, to me, it makes sense. That does make sense. But from the agency's perspective, why would you want a foreign government involved in that? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because now that's a foreign government that has the information to blackmail you, Mm -hmm. right? Like, hey, we, we could release this to the world that we were part of this at your direction, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So that's why I get where Corey Hughes was going with that. And then mm-hmm. looking at some of the pictures and the Purim and the, mm-hmm. you know, all of the, he's talking about the ritual. Like I could see some of it mm-hmm. in the pictures, but like I said, in the last episode or the one before looking at those photos is almost like chasing ghosts, dude, like yeah. looking for orbs or whatever. It's like, dude, you're, you can see what you want to see in those pictures because they're so blurry. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're they're not good quality. Yep. Yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, the, I wonder if it's like a thing where like all those agencies and shit like that's the game that they play on their level. It's like, well, we have this on you. Well, we have this on you. Well, yeah. We better keep it down here, or I'm gonna tell on you, or I'm gonna tell on you. Yeah. So. They just keep it in, but they keep this fucking volleying going back and forth, but they're still going forward with what they're doing. But or you tell on me, I'm going to tell on you. Yeah. Or they're all, all of the, the five eyes or the big, the big, the big ones are all controlled by the same controllers. Mm -hmm. Right. So it doesn't matter if we have this Israel piece or we have this you know, British peace or whatever, because they're all interchangeable, but they're all being controlled. They'll answer to the same person. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, and compartmentalized enough to make them think that the Israelis think that they're the ones that are actually doing it, but really they're, they don't know that on the other side of the street, you know, there's another set of dudes. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. And then it's, to me, on that the other side of the sense. street, it's like those dudes are your enemy, and they're like, yeah, yeah. yeah well, I'm coming after you. Yeah, but there's you're so all much, doing the same shit. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. so much manipulation and and brainwash that you really don't know, you know who who the enemy is. And yeah. you're getting paid this much a year. Yeah. You want to jeopardize your job, like most people. Well, mm-hmm. no, I I want to make money and yeah. do this shit. Well, then shut the fuck pizza. up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yes, we My stomach appreciate you. Thank you to bring that up. Cheers. <laughs> Another thing I thought was pretty interesting, um, loosely related to this, was um, Bush Senior's oil company mm. that John Hinckley Senior worked at, 
he was like the number two there. And John Hinckley Jr. was the dude that attempted to assassinate Reagan. Yep. While Bush Sr. While was mm-hmm. the vice president. Yeah. Hey, why don't you like, go do that for me, buddy? Huh? Yeah. I want to be president. Have you ever heard of this book called Catcher in the Rye? You should read it yeah. 19 times. Yeah. Eight, 17 times. <laughs> 17 times and pay attention to page 11. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought that was, yeah. I mean, it's just a big fucking mess. Dude, it's a spider web. It's a big club and you ain't in it. (laughs) can say that again. But that was kind of the, the overview of what I had. Yeah. I kind of like looked at it. I tried to I tried to think objectively like thinking about basic motive and basic um you know who would who would gain like if it was like a standard you know murder or something like that like you know like mm-hmm. th- so I I kind of tried to look at it like that in in the way that I was kind of doing the research and kind of tried to think okay check motive no motive check motive type of thing and the Chicago mob definitely, I back you up on that. I think that they helped uh, flip Illinois for Kennedy at Joe's request. And then, you know, JFK and Bobby go after them. The mob, the labor unions, pu- public corruption, you know, organized crime at the DOJ level, like definitely a motive to go after Kennedy. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that they had the actual enforcement arm to be able to make that happen. Regardless of like how good they are, I don't think they could make that happen. Mm-hmm. I don't think they could pop a dude's head off in a moving vehicle in front of everybody in broad daylight. Mm-hmm. I just think that that's, that to me seemed like a military operation. Yeah. I think that they definitely had control and helping move things around and you know like all these all these mobbed up cities always come up in these same things too. Mm-hmm. Right, so Dallas is mobbed up. Kennedy gets killed there. L.A. is mobbed up. R.F.K. gets killed there. Mm-hmm. Do you think they could have had uh, disenfranchised military people that they had enough money to? Because it was the like mob. mercenaries. Yeah, maybe. But looking back at like all the mob hits and stuff like that, they're all like they're like street gangsters, dude. Like showing up with Tommy guns and just like unloading 150 rounds into, you know, a dude that's right. sitting there smoking a cigar in front of a spaghetti house, you know, right? Mm-hmm. Like all those mob hits, that's how they went down. What I found that was super interesting <clears throat> is that going, keeping on the mob thing, like it, you have Castro kicking out the American backed businesses and then Cuba kind of wreck, wrecking the Bob Mops canito, casino business connections and all that stuff. And then Kennedy refusing to go back, uh, back in after Castro definitely gives them more motive. But the agency asked the mob to take Castro out prior to all of this. And they specifically asked for them to take out Castro in gunfire like a hail of gunfire because they wanted to demoralize castro's followers Hmm. and the mob refused that hit saying that's too messy like that's going to draw way too much attention like we need to do this quietly with pharmaceuticals right like we Mm -hmm. can poison him like we don't need to do this big 
gnarly <clears throat> Valentine's Day mas- massacre that the agency wanted. Well, what happened to Kennedy? Mm-hmm. It was a big spectacle of gunfire, yeah. right? So to me, that that shows right there that those guys were involved in that mm-hmm. at the time. You just asked this dude to do that this way and they wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But then you went and did it. Mm-hmm. So that to me tells me that the mob had no interest in actually doing it messy like that. Yeah. And on the, and think about it this way, dude. What if they did it, right? What if the mob was the shooters behind the whole thing and then the, the agency or whoever, the, the FBI at the time, turns around and just feeds them off just like uh, just like Oswald mm-hmm. to the DOJ and says, look what these guys did, Yeah. right? And yep. now they're taking the fall for that. So I think that that's why they, they, they knew that they weren't going to go take him down with a bunch of Tommy guns in the middle of the street, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and then it's weird to me that JFK was taken out in that spectacle of gunfire, literally at high noon in the middle of a Mason sun temple. Mm. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah, literally like in the middle of a, a Dealey Plaza is a Mace, Masonic sun temple. Like, look at who D- John D, or I think his name is John D. Mm-hmm. D. Lee was a 33rd degree Mason. Yep. And we'll go into just the specifics of D. Lee Plaza on another episode because there's crazy stuff with that. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's wild. It's like the moon stuff. You're just like, what? Yeah. The cult number's all over this thing. So, um, but I feel like looking back at what you're saying, like the the intelligence community, Majestic 12, so the the precursor to the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and you had like the agency and all of these people that potentially were going to lose a bunch of control mm-hmm. of what they had under Kennedy. Those guys are the ones with all the motive. Yeah. But they felt they were losing their influence in Washington after Kennedy. And then you had the, um, the burn memo from Dallas, or from Dulles. Mm-hmm. To me, that is like the the main motive, you know? Um, I was gonna pull up uh, the uh, burn memo real quick. So this is a top secret. Um, it was burned originally. Didn't that just come out a few years ago? A couple uh, years ago? I think so, yeah. It was ended up getting mailed to like a dude yeah. in California and then he ended up releasing it. And it was by a whistleblower that had this information. But it says, directives regarding project environment. When conditions become non-conductive for growth in our environment and washing cannot be influenced any further, the weather is lacking any precipitation. It should be wet. And um, to me reading that and and then hearing people talk about that that was like a kind of like a hit memo this came out they say this was written somewhere in september 63 so a couple of months prior to uh kennedy getting killed um i'm trying to find the other one they talk about uh operation blue book in here 
I got Operation Blue Balls in there. Yeah. Hey yo. That was one of the MK ones that they actually destroyed the. <laughs> <laughs> that was part of. Actually, got rid of that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the sub project of Midnight Climax. <laughs> rubber band around your balls <laughs> yeah um I, I can't find it on my phone they're hard to read but um there was another memo where essentially um and these are pdfs that you can find online but there was a memo that was written by dulles to the majestic 12 that said hey you know we need to come up with a plan here lancer which was kennedy's code name lancer's like not really he's not helping us anymore and uh you guys need to come together and come up with a resolution because we're no longer able to sway Washington. So we need to, we need to decide what we're going to do here. And your answers, we need answers from the group by September. Hmm. So that was right before the precipitation. It should be what, so they think that there are those that think that the first memo was asking the majestic 12, Hey, you know, who's in favor of this? Do we want to take him out? They got their answer, yes. And then the actual directive to move forward with the operation was the, um, hey, it should be wet. Mm-hmm. We're lacking precipitation. Let's go. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, to me, <clears throat> that that seems like a motive there. Uh, the agency had been, like you mentioned, threatened to be dismantled by the Kennedys. Uh, by Kennedy, longtime director and operative Alan Dulles had been fired November 61 after the failed Bay of Pigs, um, literally like one year to the day, um, two years, two years to the day, almost or a year and a half had been fired. And Mm -hmm. uh, so he's losing all of his, his grip and control on the agency. Uh, Just a weird naval intelligence and intelligence community connections to the whole thing. Like, um, Kennedy having been a former naval intel guy James Forrestal was the secretary of the navy that was one of the majestic 12 that ended up quote killing himself after he was removed from the majestic 12 program um, by Truman and just then uh, John Connolly being a, a the former Secretary of the Naval Navy under Kennedy for several months and then stepping down to become a politician in Texas. Like there's just like so many like little connections. Oswald mm-hmm. Oswald being a, <laughs> a you know potential uh, intel connection and then all of these little businesses and the churches like you were talking about that were cropping up all over mm-hmm. um, Texas at the time. You had uh the uh, the agency connections to the school book depository, the Daltex building, mm-hmm. you know, being owned by somebody that's Israeli Mossad connected, as well as Zapruder working there. So I'm starting to even question the Zapruder film mm-hmm. because he's a he's a Russian immigrant, and then he comes from New York to Dallas because he has opportunity to start a business there and it's in a agency connected business, the Daltex building. And then he yeah. happens to be there in the middle of the day filming the whole thing. And he gets super rich off of that. Yeah. And then dies in like 1970. I don't know. That just seems super well, odd. And um, doesn't get the same video back that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Film, sorry. Yeah. Film. 
Um, but yeah, like I, I mentioned earlier that Eisenhower kind of th- threatening the Majestic 12 and the shadow government about the Area 51 and S4 debacle, like, you know, it just makes me wonder, you know, why he didn't get taken out earlier than, uh, than Kennedy. Um, but the biggest thing for me that's motive was the 1961 National Security Board uh, restructuring of the MJ-12. Kennedy remo- revoked oper- the uh, Operations Coordinating Board which was the one that was coordinating like the Cold War PSYOPs Warfare Board. And he moved that from the National Security Board under the authority of the president. So moved it from the Majestic 12 being under the, like the PSYOPs and all Mm -hmm. that stuff being under their control. He moved it with that memorandum under his control, specifically under his secretary, George McBundy or uh, McGeorge Bundy. Mm. Um, so to me, that's like a huge, it's a huge motive. Like you just, they just, they're losing their power. Yeah. And then when you couple on the fact that you have these burn document memos that Dulles Mm. wrote, it's saying, Hey, we, we can't influence Washington anymore. We're losing our power. Lancer's Lancer's doing stuff like, Hey, we need to make a decision here. They're the only ones that had the ability to reach out and touch somebody like that. Yeah. I just don't see how it could be some random dude that was in the Marine Corps that was disgruntled or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. The other thing that bothers me, the more I watch the Zapruder film, <laughs> the Zapruder film, the more I watch that thing, the more I'm like, he's riding in a car with two CIA, or uh, sorry, two Secret Service dudes, driver and the passenger. Mm-hmm. There was three shots, right? In supposedly six seconds, you see during those shots on the Zapruder film, both of those guys turn around and look at Kennedy, and see what's going on, and then they just look back forward and keep driving. Weren't they closer than the dude that actually jumped out of the car from behind and ran mm-hmm. up and jumped on the other like? Dude, the the passenger didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. He didn't do he anything. Hangover, dude. Yeah, <laughs> but he literally did nothing. He never mm-hmm. like turned around, never jumped out of the seat, never tried to do anything. As as the you know as his head is blown off, he just stays in the passenger seat. He doesn't even climb back to try to like cover up Jackie or you know tend mm-hmm. to anybody. It's it's uh, Clint Hill doing mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. And he wasn't even supposed to be there that day. And the dude that actually was the passenger was the one that pulled out the submachine gun on the coroner in the Parkland Hospital when the when the coroner said, you're not taking him because under Texas state law, we do an autopsy here. And he said, we're taking him back to Washington. That is the dude that pulled out the gun hmm. and said, no, no, we're taking him to Washington. Get out of our way. That's wild. I think it's weird, too, the weird spot in there where the motor, the cop motorcycles fall back. Mm-hmm. That video, they, just like drop way back? Yeah, just, ooh, and then pop, 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 all the shit going on. Yeah. Yeah. I think... Weird. <clears throat> and now that you're mentioning the, the Secret Service agents in the that were driving, like, 
they obviously didn't care if those guys got shot, you know, whoever set it up, because if you're shooting at somebody in a moving vehicle, you're all pretty close together, and with that shitty little scope... Yeah, anybody could have been hit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, you're all cannon fodder. Yeah. Dude. Well, Jackie, just watching that video over and over again, she gets her head so close to him, dude, when he gets popped and his head Mm -hmm. blows up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dude, she was like about three inches from death. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. No question. You know? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just insane. Yeah. That's fucking wild. Yeah, I just... The more I watched that, the more I was just kind of like, wow, dude, like this guy, they don't react at all. They just kind of look back. Okay, yeah, he's done. Mm-hmm. On the brakes until, boom, head blows, and then it's now we're on the gas and we're out of here. But mm-hmm. they don't even attempt to make it look like we're going to try to save the guy or cover him or do anything. They're just like, yeah. they don't need to. Well, yeah. they were secret service. Yeah. Secret service to another agency, not to the president. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They were their own agency. And then I was doing a little bit of research today that kind of came out on the 13th hour to me was uh, the LBJ um, mm-hmm. co- corruption scandal that was getting ready to break loose, which I had never really even heard of. Um, but he had been in, he was involved in a corruption scandal, like a pay to play type of thing with one of his, well, he was a senator with one of his uh, basically assistants, a secretary. This guy went from like, Having a income in like 1953, like a reported income of like 11000 or a net worth of like $11,000 to like 10 years later, he was worth like $2 million mm-hmm. in 63, which is a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. And he's not even an actual politician. He's like an assistant to the politician. <laughs> so assistant to the regional politician. <laughs> exactly. So it was getting ready to break from time life they had actually had a article ready to go that was supposed to be in print Mm -hmm. on november 29th about lbj bobby kennedy supposedly had been leaking information from doj about his public corruption to uh you know the media to try to kind of get him removed from office sooner rather than later and to keep him off the 64 ticket Mm-hmm. Um, so that's an interesting motive because potentially they're saying that he could have been indicted and potentially done some prison time for the, the allegations that were made in the public corruption scandal against him. And then all of a sudden, well, He's he gets, his head, he gets his head blown mm-hmm. off. And then what's the, what gets replaced in time life on that? It was pictures of of Kennedy's getting his head blown off from the Zapruder film. Yeah. Well, in one swoop, they got politicians and media yeah. under their fucking umbrella and said, nope, this is what, what we say goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is what we can do. So and beware. And Time Life had all those, going back to Bluebird, had uh, or Mockingbird. Uh, Mockingbird, had all of the uh, ties to the agency so to me, it makes sense that they were under the control of the agency. The agency was potentially the one that had all of the motive and the control and the ability to put this thing together. And then what do they do? You don't want that, that thing to come out in that article to come out now that 
everybody's attention is divided, you you play by our rules. Mm-hmm. They had him completely by the balls. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you know. So I I don't think that there's anybody that could have pulled off the autopsy. Oh yeah, you know, doing any of the autopsy shenanigans, any of the Parkland Hospital shenanigans, any of the uh, you know stuff in Dealey Plaza. All of the disinformation. There's there was only one agency that could have pulled that off, and that was the agency. There's only one group of people that was the agency. Mm-hmm. That's what they did. That that whole thing was a, it was a coup. Yeah. It was a turnover of power, man. That's their mm-hmm. purpose. Yep. yep. There was nothing else behind yep. that. And looking at the occult connections, like the secret society connections and stuff like that, I think that there were so many people in the Majestic Twelve and high level dudes you know, within the government at the time that were Masons or Knights of Malta or Illuminati connected, Skull and Bones, all of that stuff that I think that they knew that they were going to take this dude out. But if we're going to do it, we do it the right way. Mm-hmm. And we do it in a sacrificial ritual, you know, where it hits all of the criteria, you know, location, time, all of those things, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. That's kind of my my two cents on things. I think that makes the most sense out of anything anybody's ever written about it or, you know, any shows about it. Yeah. Yeah, they they had the most to gain, the -hmm. most to lose, Mm -hmm. the most control. The mob couldn't have pulled that off on their own without doing just a pull-up of a Tommy gun, spray Mm -hmm. and pray thing. This was a surgical... And then they've got, like you said, they have that huge, um, you know, fuck, what if we do this? And then they just fucking hammer us for it. Then we have, we lose everything. Yeah. Now we killed the president and, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, the DOJ and everybody's going to come down and it's all over. Yeah. You know, everything, all their businesses and assets and everything's getting seized i mean they don't want to be the scapegoat yeah they don't want to lose their money yeah you got to have useful idiots like oswald and jack ruby and people like that Mm -hmm. to like take out you know the you know um loose ends here and there but dude at the end of the day to pull off something like that uh, you that was a military style ambush dude Mm -hmm. in the middle of United States, yeah, on the thirty-second parallel or thirty-second uh, latitude, whatever you call that mm. degree. Which one? Thirty-second. One before the thirty-third. Mm-hmm. Weird. The last and known step of Freemasonry. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just. To me, it's just it's it's too much. There's too much there. It it doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't point to anybody but the intelligence community, yep. agency, the military intelligence community. And it it's almost like they designed it to have all of these tentacles to keep people looking mm-hmm. other directions. Like, well, let's get we'll approach the mob so that some of this can get out. Mm-hmm. We'll get obviously. Oswald, yeah, and all the useful you know, idiots there, yeah. and Jack Ruby, and, yeah. But dude, think think about what was in the middle of 1963. What was in the height? What was in the height of 1963? 
that we've talked about. The MK Ultra. Yeah, mm-hmm. mind control. Mm-hmm. That that was like a mind controlling event for thousands of politicians, dude. Mm-hmm. Right, especially the people that know the hidden hand that that know that something is is you know in the underbelly that controls everything that shadowy government that if you get out of line this is what happens Mm -hmm. you get thrown off your top bunk in the the new york city jail Mm -hmm. with a a, you know bed sheet tied around your neck and snapped in half in front of everybody or get thrown off of the roof of the hospital the naval bethesda hospital Yeah. yeah dude i mean that was and just like bobby Bobby got killed in the middle of a political rally, dude. Mm -hmm. You know, MLK killed in the middle of, I mean, just like open air Memphis, America, dude. Mm -hmm. Those were all in your face. Yep. You're not in control. We're in control. But the, the thing that, like I said, that pushed it over the edge for me was hearing that the mob had approached or that the agency had approached the mob and them wanting to take out castro in a hail of gunfire to demoralize his followers mm-hmm. and that's exactly what happened to mm-hmm. kennedy yep and it did yep so definitely did there's definitely more to talk about um i don't know we'll have to figure out what where, where it goes into next week that makes the most sense but mm-hmm. maybe maybe talking about the uh, the dealey plaza and the actual hidden hand occult left hand path stuff maybe that would make sense mm-hmm I don't know. Yeah. Figure it out. That's all I got. I think that that definitely makes the most sense out of all of them. Because it, it was like... Uh, you said it, man. They were just... Jamaica's got a bub. Making a, a statement that it doesn't matter who the politicians are. They're the ones in charge. Yep. That is the, that's the number one politician mm-hmm. right there that just got taken out. And hail of bullets in front yeah. of everybody. So if you want you think, to get in this business, yeah, you think Congress people and senators are gonna get out of line? Here's your uh, retirement package: a bunch of bullets in your fucking head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and a bronze casket. <laughs> At one point, a yeah. bronze casket. Yeah, we definitely got to talk about the switcheroo. Yeah. All right, you guys got anything else? Just a huge boner. Uh, yeah, I knew you did. <laughs> I was looking at you. Your eyes are like glazed over. You're like, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's just keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Steamroller Steve, for the beef stick. We appreciate it. We'll try to be a little bit more consistent. Sorry work got in the way. Sick got in the way for a couple of weeks, but keep hanging in there. We'll. Uh... And then we've got holidays coming up. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, nobody's going to listen to shit on the holidays. Yeah. So. But we'll be back at you. Hopefully Maybe we next should week. just do a Christmas episode where we just sing Christmas songs and then talk about Saturnalia. Yes, because that's what it is. Pagan holiday. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Catch you guys next we, week. We, oh, later. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers.